I'm a very sentimental person. This has been a real deep podcast. I didn't mean it to be so. <laughs> the death of Stalin. That was not funny. Oh! <laughs> it's the traditional hero arc. You want to see them struggle? There's no heroes here. No, no, Come no. On. No, no, no. And I still think to this day that they probably are still, you know, thrusting no. around in the dark. Oh, no, so I, think, to speak. I think. No, don't. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Considered and Conceited, and this is Paul. That was incredibly formal. <laughs> <laughs> While I was trying to do that, Pip was sitting on the other side of the table doing cross eyes at me, so, you know, I just thought I'd see see where that went. Hi, everybody. How are we? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and look, before we even start tonight, first of all, I want to put out a, a big apology to everyone, because Pip's in one of her moods. So. <laughs> You know when you're really tired yep. and you're either like tears cried or just slightly laughing hysterical tired? That's the laughing hysterical. <laughs> yep, yep. It's all good. Yep. That's okay. I have a coffee. You have two young children and that's why you have a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hooray. Hooray. Hooray for Pip. Um, okay, well. Oh, sorry. Hi, everyone. Um, now, I think we should probably do this straight off the mark before we get anywhere else now i've got a little bit of mail from our listeners here um i didn't realize we were um accepting mail oh no no feel free anybody to to send any messages or anything like that that they uh, would i mean like i know to we're be. accepting um movies that people want us to review i didn't realize that was getting personal now people who have just been um like listening to a podcast here and a podcast there you know, picking out the movies that they want. Uh, what's wrong with you? Um, you need to go back and start from the very start because this is all one rather large epic of um, despondency and, you know, mismanagement. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, well, okay. Well, cast your minds back, if you will, and if not, go back and have a listen uh, to, what's it, episode... 12. 12, 12, I believe, that we um, were talking about Inglorious Bastards. And yes, I know you've got your little book out there, your, your set. And um, yeah, so what we did was uh, we were talking about uh, one of the things that irked the film uh, in Pip's mind. I just had a hot fuzz deja vu. A hot fuzz deja I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to... The movie Hot Fuzz? Yes. Remember when he said your, your book will save you from any anything? Oh. See what I did then? You hypnotised him. No, I used this. This is the most important piece of equipment you will ever own. This notebook has saved my skin more times than I care to mention. And you should think about using yours more often. I do use mine. Show me. That's just extraordinary. God. Sorry, Dory. You were saying? <laughs> um, and, and then she decided to uh, start slagging off at um, all of the people from Tennessee. I was not slagging Tennessee. off. What, what are you saying? You, you, you said you didn't like the I, accent. I didn't think Brad Pitt's accent sounded quite right. Well, we have a message here from Kelly from Tennessee. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know nothing. I haven't even been to Tennessee. <laughs> and um, she's actually a bit of a um, linguist in that she... Well, I'll just read the, the, the letter, shall I? Knock yourself out. Go I, for I, it. I think I will. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for the heads up, by the way. What? What heads up? <laughs> Pip. It's a 
good strong start, don't you think? Oh, not even like hi Pip, dear Pip. <laughs> no, it's just Pip. Oh, radio. Okay. Love you, girl. Oh, but- yay! <laughs> <laughs> but Brad Pitt's accent in Inglorious Bastards is totally legit. I think he sounds like he's from Memphis personally. There's a rural and a city accents in Tennessee, and he pretty much nailed the classic arrogant military officer with the city accent and attitude. I am a Yankee from the northern US and basically have seen um, and is seen as subhuman in certain areas here. So I've got used to identifying accents to gauge whether or not I should be mildly afraid of whoever whoever is talking to me in public. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay, well, I will will retract my statement and I'll say... (laughs) Good on Brad Pitt for making that it's, effort. It's frightening. And wow, I should I should listen to more Tennessee accents, obviously. No, no. Well, well, do you? Well, if he's is correct and no, well, it sounds weird in my ear, then it's Kelly from Tennessee telling you it is. That's so. what I mean. So if it's correct, I should be listening to more Tennessee accents. Obviously, it's good enough for me. <laughs> I will apologise, every Tennessee person out there. I am sorry. Yes. Right. I do not know. It just made it just sounded unusual in I, my I, ear. I don't believe there was an apology required. I'll apologise anyway. I do that anyway, don't I? I know, by default. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, so yes. I, I, mean, I love the first sentence of it. Like, that really helps my narcissistic tendencies. <laughs> yes, the, the love you girl. Oh, no, no, sorry. I misread that. Oh, no, no, you're right. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe we need to find another film with a Tennessee accent in it then, just to immerse myself into it. I don't know. No, you don't have to. It's it's clearly written right here. No, oh, no, no. I meant it's so I, can, I can get used to the accent sound, the sound of the Tennessee accent. Well, just listen to the film again and say, it's completely legit. Oh, maybe I should just do that, watch it over and over and over until it just absorbs and you start talking my like psyche. That. <laughs> start, ca- start carving swastikas in people's foreheads. You'll be right. <laughs> that might be too many times watched. <laughs> Okay, well, <clears throat> pardon me, everybody. I might just cut that one out. That was pretty chunky. And you think I'm going to be the bad one tonight? I'll, I'll definitely cut um, <laughs> cut that out unless I forget to do it. <laughs> um, okay, so hmm. what we have... Been, have you finished? There's no more letters under the desk that you need to bring out to embarrass me? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're quite welcome. <laughs> you see, oh. Kelly, I told you I'd enjoy doing this. <laughs> well, good thing there's no video for this. Yep. No one can see the red of my face. She's actually uh, one of two girls, actually, who are... Uh, I don't know if the other girl listens or not, but they're an, another podca- podcast called um, A Non-Mum's... Uh, happy hour. Oh, I saw them because mm. they put up um, a movie. Yes, and, and I've been listening to it. And I have to say, it's really get, got in under my skin. I, I, I listen to Can it. Can I ask and, what it's about? Um, well, I kind of think of them as my sister podcast for the simple fact that... they do the, movie reviews? No, they do not. They do. They, they talk about real shit. Oh, no, so not just yeah. movie, movie <laughs> stuff. What, no. what, when they say uh, real... When you say real shit. Real. Real stuff. Like, um, they're kind of... Um, talk about um, things like, you know, that they might have been attacked or something like that and they bring in they bring in normal people of that they know and, and talk about... That have had real life experiences. Life experiences, traumas, oh, okay. that sort of things. Um, and, 
Really good, really intelligent stuff. Um, but so, so yeah, look, if people are listening to it, and they've knocked out about the same amount of episodes as us, that's why I think of them as my sister podcast because oh, we're okay. kind of we're kind of tracking along at the same pace, sort of thing. <laughs> you know, we're probably about the same size. You know, um, but yeah, look, I, I, yeah, definitely give it a go. Definitely um, one for the girls, but as I. Uh, an, a non-mum happy hour podcast. Yes, but I, I think that any man should um, sit and listen to it too because you'll certainly take a lot of stuff away. Though it can be hard listening at times. Okay. You know, it, what I'm saying is there is like some real, real shit. Real yeah. shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, um, yeah, they put up uh, the hate. Mm. Yes, I know. Yes. Which we'll have, which we go, we're working our way through everyone's yep. movies. Got it. It's ready we'll, to roll. And we'll, we'll get there. Yep. <laughs> Got it. It's fine. Um, but this week, mm-hmm. um, we are doing Stewie's movie that he wanted us to review. Hi, Stu. Hi, Stu. <laughs> Hope you're having fun. Um, Sunshine, mm-hmm. which is a 2007 film. Right. Okay. So. Would you like to do the synopsis? Or would you like me to just start waffling on? No, you know? oh, it's all good. Um, So the sun is nearing the end of its life, which will spell the end of Earth and humanity. In an attempt to prevent this, a crew of scientists venture into space with a device that could um, create a new sun from the old. On the way, they receive a distress signal from the first rescue ship, which causes argument between the crew and could jeopardise the whole mission. Mm. Wow. Mm. When I first sat down and watched this, I thought, hello. Hello, we've got a B-grade science fiction movie here. Oh, I don't think B-grade. No, that's what, how it first felt like. And then okay. Captain America came out and I went, oh! Does that automatically <laughs> make it go from B to A? It makes it go B+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I think they put effort into the film. It wasn't like B, B-grade. No, 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 no. It was, it was quite good. But it was definitely a film that was done on... Uh, a tighter budget. A tighter... Than, than the Avengers movies. Yes, exactly. Yes. Funny that. Funny, yes. Well, everything's about a tighter budget compared to <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but look, there were some real recognisable people in it too, wasn't there? I was surprised there? at how many different nations were um, put out too from mm. the cast. And if I recognise the people, then they're really recognisable. Oh, that, that does say a lot, yes. doesn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, Benedict... I saw Benedict Wong and... Um, who has been in? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. He's yes. his offsider. Yeah, yeah. The comic and, and The Martian with um, Matt Damon. Uh, the Martian. Oh, oh, yes, yes. That's right. Um, um, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, Yeoh. I'm not pronouncing that properly. I'm sorry. I'm not pronouncing it correctly. She's in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeoh, I think it is pronounced. Oh, my apologies. My Malaysian's mm. terrible. It's not Malaysian. It's Cantonese. Well, she's from... Well, that's not what I've got written. Oh, is she not Chinese? No. We're she's talking Malaysian. we're talking hidden dragon, aren't we? Yes. She's Malaysian. Mm. Okay. All right. But I'm I'm not going to attempt to even start fighting any of that sort of stuff cuz my any of that's terrible and I apologize to everybody. Yes. I've apologized a lot tonight. I'm just... Look, I, I can edit it all out. It's fine. <laughs> awesome. Keep going. I loved her in that movie Crouching um Hidden Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. So it was you great. you're seeing all these people that you know. Mm. So um yeah, no, I just um and I'm, I mean, and Cillian Murphy, who's Kappa, he's in the Dunkirk film. Yes. So you, that's what I mean. You're seeing lots of people that you recognise, and Captain America too, with yeah, Chris Evans. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, but one person I didn't recognise when I was looking at the cast yep. was Mark Strong's in it. 
Where's he? Is he the um, the guy who jumps? Is he the bad guy? Yes, but you don't one. recognize it because you don't really no, see him. You can't he's, see he's him. just melted skin. Yes, yes he's so, melted skin and shadow. But he's awesome in the Kingsman movies. Yes, he's. And got, he's also in the Sherlock Holmes he movie. Is. He's basically awesome in whatever he does. Yeah, but yes. um, that's what I mean. You, you didn't recognize him at all. No, no. <laughs> so it, it, hang it, on, he wasn't in that. Oh, wow. It was pretty well <laughs> a cameo. Great makeup. <laughs> does he actually say any lines? Oh, yeah, no, he has a whole chat with um, Kappa. Mm. So, yeah, he does have lines, but anyway, I didn't, yeah. Okay, so did you enjoy the film? Um, I did. I thought it was... That, that was a little bit of a hesitation. No, 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 as in, it didn't make me go, oh, wow, this is... Because mm. I, I actually do like sci-fi fantasy movies. Now, now there's two types of sci-fi films in my humble estimation. And what are those two types, Paul? Well, first of all, there's the ones that have got lots of lasers and big ships and, <laughs> you know, and little fairy guys running around eating people. Um, damn you, Star Wars. And um, the second type is the ones that are actually based on science. Loosely. No, no, no. Well, yes, loosely. But, I mean, there's, like, for example, the space... Uh, if there's space combat or something like that, like when they were blowing from airlock to airlock sort of thing and they'd wrap themselves, it was the little touches of them being subjected to like 200 degree, uh, minus 200 degree temperatures in open space sort of thing, you know. They take those things into consideration. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it was pretty ballsy, I thought, you know, because they certainly didn't do it in Star Wars when, um, remember What's-Her-Face was floating around in space for about 10 minutes? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, she didn't come back as an ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know that they, that's the, they can do that in those sorts that's, of films. That's right. Yes, because it's Where, it's bullshit. And this, basically, in this yes. one, like you say, they've got scientists mm. who are working towards trying to you know create a new star from the old star yep. through its death. Yep. And um, yeah, they're taking a few things as well. But um, no, what I meant is, in I do like sci-fi fantasy films, and this one was good. But it's not like me going, "Whoa, this was awesome." So, because it was on a tighter budget. No, not just that. I just um, characters weren't great. <sighs> Plot wasn't great. Well, it was a little bit slow for me. Does that sound? Pacing was poor. Well, not. I wouldn't say poor. Stop putting words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just found. I mean, obviously they're travelling for a long time, and you can't do a lot in a ship. But I mean, you, you can't, can, can you? <laughs> but there's, I mean, there's films where you've got more mental play happening between mm. characters where here you do see some pretty hard things like Kappa's taken up the last of their um, video time that they can actually send video back to the thing and Chris Evans' character Mace is getting angry because he didn't get to send one to his family and there'll be years before they get to do that again. So that start there, I thought, oh, this is interesting. We're going to see what's going to happen between Kappa and Mace. And every now and again, you'd see this like because Mace would say, oh, I put Kappa up to go outside and fix the shields. So I thought that could have been a bit more as in you see a little bit of things happening like and also between Kappa and Cassie as well and I thought I would have actually liked to have seen that a little bit more because in a tight space you can really hit, turn the heat up and you know make tempers go a little bit and they were sort of heading that way for certain characters um, but probably not enough for me in what way and then I reckon they could have gone the extra step what do you mean exactly like what I said well uh, uh, you kind of you kind of lost me a little bit there. Is that because I was talking and you just tuned out? I did. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're so gonna have to come come back to this episode and then listen. It was like 
and I tried to get in a couple of times to interrupt because it's what I do. And and I kind of no, I thought I'll let it go. And I'll let it go. And then I'm sitting there and I'm playing the movie over my head, and you're still talking, and I'm going, I'm floating through space. And then I was picturing the the guy going poof. Okay, the- Paul, what did you think of the film? Let's. I will. I will give you my ears, Paul. What did you like about the film? Or what did you not like about the film? What did you think of the film? Well, what I was going to say before any of that, and, and you can wipe that smile off your face. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I can, what I can say is, what I was trying to say, I should say. What? <laughs> Jesus, I might need another coffee. I'm, I'm sober. This is the problem. Okay, this is, this I say, is, during the break, yeah, we'll yeah, have to pour no, an alcoholic beverage. I'll, I'll, see I'll what rectify the caffeine, the problem, yes. caffeine and gin and tonic does. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not good. Um, so have you like, like we've watched a fair few space movies over the years, you know, you've had Apollo 13, you've had, uh, the Martian and these are the ones that are usually, they're they're all quite good and they're all quite edge of the seat stuff, but it's all based on the premise of something goes wrong in space. Something else goes wrong in space. It keeps going wrong. It keeps getting worse. But something does go wrong in this film in space. Yes. It does, and then it keeps getting worse and worse. Um, and you know what I mean? Like it's no, it's not. It's almost becoming a bit cliched now. No, because something always has to go wrong in a film. Uh, Otherwise, when, when was this film made? Two thousand and seven. Oh, okay, so this got this came out before it was cliched. Yeah, much, much yes. more. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll forgive it then, because like you had uh, the Tom Hanks movie. Uh, and then The Martian came out and stuff. So this was probably the first one. So it came up with a good idea right off the mark. So well done, this film, for that. I don't think it's an issue as long as they do it in a way that's not boring, as in people can keep following it and are interested in how, what's happening in these people's mm. lives and you're actually going, yeah, this is a big thing and important and yep. you're engaged in it. Well, if when you watch these films, you kind of have to keep in mind the whole the status of the ship. You know what I mean? In the back of your head, you've got to have a little dashboard up on the front of your brain uh, where you can go, okay, we're downing on O2. And, and you've got to run tabs like that. Perhaps that's a nerd thing or a male thing. I don't know. But you've got scientists telling you this every Yeah, well, they do, but uh, you still have to run like, it in your head. Um, oh, um, Corazon. Corazon. Mm. Um, she's going, we only have enough oxygen for yes. this many people for this amount of time. Yes. Yes. I mean, and she keeps reshaping it and re-emphasizing where, where they're at. And, and it helps. So it is, you do have that time frame and you do have this, you need to get this happening and you know well, something terrible is happening. It's a worry film for me. I don't get necessarily scared, but I sit there and I worry a lot through a film like this. And so I don't find it a particularly... I'm not... Un, it's not... Un, it wasn't unpleasant. I got to the end of it and I went, oh, that was really good. I enjoyed it. But then I'm thinking about it now... And I spent a lot of that time just worrying. Do you I, know what I mean? I that didn't find the pacing exciting enough for mm. me. And I found the weirdness of the fact that this, um, that Mark Strong's character, Pinbacker, um, has survived in space. I know the ship's supposed to have this continual recycling water mm. and thing happening. Um, but if you're in space on your own for seven years and you have a death wish because he wants... You know, he wants to be a god. Well, no, no he, he wants to end humanity. As mm. in, he wants. I just assumed that he would. You know. Well, that's not necessarily going mad, though, is it? No, but I mean, you, I mean, yes, it's mad on a massive scale, but at the same time, it was still very. There reassured. is a certain there was no as lucid in, you, logic to that's it. That's what I meant. Mm. It didn't 
the madness wasn't he was mm. still functioning very clearly and yep. able to survive very you know he was very sure in his thinking yep, sure. sure i mean you put someone in space for seven years with nothing yep and he was as i said grossly burnt and everything like that so well, that's what i mean the fact that his skin can just tear off so i don't know i just um i didn't find the bad guy enough to sort of enough of a bad guy as in i wasn't terribly as excited about what was happening in it's the situation. a little bit and i'm going to be stretching analogies here <clears throat> space travel movies are a little bit like um uh naval movies in that the main protagonist oh sorry the main villain isn't necessarily everybody on the, the antagonist crew. yes it's the sea or in this case the conditions of space they're the real hardship that is brought on um, and well, the, the fact that they're running out of oxygen, mm. I mean, that alone could have been enough without having his character jump ship. I mean, it was interesting because you're thinking, oh, we thought it was um, Trey who had actually um, done that thing to the ship so that they couldn't connect anymore. Yep. Um, and it wasn't. It was this mm. other guy. So that was an interesting idea, but it probably wasn't exciting enough. I mean, I thought it was still a good film and... But I thought some of some of it could be made a little bit more exciting. So you could, some of the characters could have had more so mental clashes. It I wasn't mean, a lukewarm feeling for you. you. You quite enjoyed it, and it was quite affirming for you as a film. But you didn't get super excited about it. It was it was an okay film. Yeah, okay. I got through it, and I went, "Oh, that was interesting." All right, well, let's get down to how okay it was. What stars would you give it? Um. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I'm sort of going, well, it's a good enough for a seven, mm. but it's not like as exciting as other sevens we've had. Mm. But then it's not as bad as a six. Come on, mate. Stake your claim. I'll say seven. Seven. Okay, well, that's pretty strong. I, only because, you know, there was nothing really wrong with it. Like yep. it, was an, it had that interesting tie. And the fact that, I know this is sound, sounding a bit terrible, mm. but the fact that you didn't have this magic escape card at the end a magic wild card do you think card. there was anything um you know do you know how some films you get to the end and then suddenly the magically these two people have escaped and managed to get back even though there's no way they could have and they're all happy and happy families right. where this one they actually killed everybody because there's no yep. way they're getting back which at least you know makes you go well hang on that was just how it was going to happen what was the film's underlying purpose then what was not necessarily what it was trying to do i'm not talking at that level but you, what i'm you saying think is, it had had a moral there somewhere no i'm just well in the back of my head the whole time i'm being sitting there thinking why would he pick this film to give to us stewie stewie because Stewie might have watched this and just had a little, oh, no, nerd well, moment. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I was curious. I was trying to work out in my own mind what made this particularly special. Was there some kind of now, didactic underlying tone to this? You know Stewie better than me. Mm -hmm. I just put it down to Stewie liking films like this. Well, he does like space. And this is quite a good space film. And it has but, a lot of very good characters but in it. But look, I would... I, I mean, I, some of the actors in this are just amazingly fabulous. I, I would put Martian, The Martian in front of this uh, as a better film, as a better space film. Uh, even Apollo 13, I would put forward as a better space film. Yes, it was older and it had less of a budget and everything and, and everybody did a good job in it. Yeah, I but thought budgets are not a no. Issue I know. For certain well, people. We we've we've established this. You know, we've got very cheap films getting so very high marks. Do you think Stewie had an underlining? 
I think I you're thinking about. It. I think you're thinking about this far too much. No, I know. Let's do be listening me. to this going. <laughs> I just like the film. Jeez, Maybe. Paul. Yeah, I know. Far I, I'm overthinking, yes. Or I'll start seeing you text as you're saying, you, you missed it. You yeah. missed it. You didn't get it. What's wrong with you? And you'll be going, I didn't drink any GNT. There was, there was no, not enough alcohol in the house. Um, yeah, so, all right. Well, putting that aside, look, I, I don't. I enjoyed rating, it. What star rating did, would you give it? Yeah, <sighs> you just went off at me for doing yes, that. Yes, I know, I know, I know. Yes, oh, you went off at me for God, doing this. <laughs> five and a half. What? I know, I know. It just, it didn't stand out. You realise you're the one who's going to be seeing him next. I know. I've got to go and see him. I've got to go down there next weekend. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And he'll have heard this and he'll be Are you staying hot. in his house? I hope you're not. Uh, I'll, I'll take you'll some. Wa- you'll wake up with pen on your face and your oh, hand in a puddle God. of water. <laughs> one eyebrow shaved and says, downsize that motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, wow. A five and a half. Uh, yeah, five and a half. Is that because you were worried the whole film? Uh, yeah. Look, I, I enjoyed it, but everybody did a good job. But as I said, I don't mark high for like... Doing your job. For doing your job. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so unless it's extraordinary acting, um, I tend to just go, well, everybody turned up on the day and they did what they were supposed to do. You know, nobody gives points for the guy who's got to hold the boom mic. True, but he does a good job every single time, except for the outtakes, which <laughs> they take out. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's a whole lot of people Wouldn't who you love do to be work a boom mic guy and there's every now and again drop a mic on one of oh, the actors' heads. <laughs> 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 I wonder how long you'd stay employed. Oh dear. But yeah, look, five and a half. And, and look, let me justify why I say that. It wasn't a particularly deep film, I didn't feel. You were expecting it to be deep because it was stewy yeah, and it wasn't deep. Yeah, and it kind of disappointed me a bit. I enjoyed it, but I enjoy most films, but I didn't take anything away from it, you know what I mean? I liked that it was relatively accurate scientifically. I loved, there was a couple of little iconic um, uh, moments in the film that I really enjoyed. Like, like the, what? The little guy, because there's a couple of laughs in it that I, my dark human really enjoyed like i loved it when the guy who missed the the entrance into when they were blowing out harvey Uh, yeah and he sailed out and he was sailing behind the back of the sail and then when he got out past the sail and he hit direct sunshine he just burst into flame oh no he got hit by something and his body just shattered no, no, no. It was when he... You sure? Because... Yeah, he got... Well, you know those, my... things, those things going around the antenna or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, it looked to me... Hit, no, no, he got hit by it. Right, okay. And, it, and because his blood's frozen... Oh, you've just ruined it for me now. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> it looked like it was, he was fighting... Go back and watch that. Across, I might have to. Because um, he got to. hit and he's, and the blood shattered. Like, he's basically his body's just shattered into I pieces. I thought he'd burst into flames. No. Yeah, he was just like he'd hit, hit the, the, the yeah, sunshine. The, the circling antenna that's going around... Okay. Which is why there was a shield issue in the first place. All right. um, he's got hit and he's um, because he's frozen, he's shattered into pieces. Yep. Like when you, um, you're in science class and they put... They... We're talking about the long shot. I just don't know if you can... The, the really long shot. Please feel free to go back and have a look. Okay. Right. <laughs> and then you can either say, Pip was right or well, Pip, you owe me an apology. And I'll just go, right, I just apologise all the time. But I think, based on my knowledge of that scene... Which is the same as Which mine. is only two. Yeah. <laughs> two times watching. Is that... I only watched it the once. 
Well, yeah. I think mm. it's his body's frozen, and as the antenna's coming around, it's actually hit him, right. and his body's shattered. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that's. Um... You need to, you're going to Google that over the break, aren't you? No, I'm not. I might. You, oh, you, I'm sure you will. Oh, yes. I want to know now. All right. Well, look. Let's let's. Uh, okay. So that so sunshine for Stewie. Yep. Seven stars from me and five and a half from Paul. Sorry, Stewie. <laughs> Sorry. So oh, he's oh, and also, but I've got to apologise to Tennessee. Yep. Um. So, um, do you have a Paul's magic movie moment? Yes, I do. Now, this week I've been doing my job driving around picking up the garbage and everything like that and I was over at the um I was down at Bandiana and there was a group of young um um not recruits but they were very close to being recruits they'd only just got out of Kapuka and uh they were getting absolutely mauled by this corporal who was like they, they just tried to do some marching out well, not they were trying to do some drill, and he was just mauling him. And it just I would hate to be in that sort of position. Oh, in the army. Yeah. What well, being I would on suck the receiving? Yeah, but it's so much fun when you're doing it, though. Uh, no. It's part of the job. I it's what you're like supposed to do. At people. It's what you do. Anyway. Hence so, why I'm not in the army. Okay. You, you, I've interrupted you. Go. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I, now I'm going to have visions of you being yelling in the at ar- people. No, being in the army, and I'm just yeah. That's going to be a hard one to get out of my head. Um, so this is. Hi, I don't think we should do that. This is just a shout out. You should stop that too. This is just a shout out to all the servicemen uh, right across the world. G'day guys. Try not to kill each other. Um, well, that's what they do. Um, so. Here, here we go. This is one for you. I'm sure you all know it. What film is it from? By heart. I think everybody's going to recognise this. I don't even think it needs any introduction whatsoever. In fact, I'm sure the servicemen know exactly what I'm about to put up. Okay. You ready? Go for it. Roll them. <laughs> <laughs> 